everyone, this is A Word at the Table. It's Gurjan, aka Gigi. Victoria. Mika. Neskin. And Jasmine. And we have Jasmine on the phone. It's okay. <laughs> Our topic is Good Word Matters from Gurjan. I'll be hosting today. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, so basically, the name A Word at the Table really kind of reflects um, how it's important for us to discuss the word with each other and to discuss what it means to us and also how to incorporate it within our lives. And this idea had came to us because of our prayer line, and we knew that um, we wanted another platform to actually um, just address some concerns or just to talk or if you had any questions just to discuss everything so we wanted to do this podcast and um so typically we do bag of questions or a movie review or a music review and today we'll just do um bag of questions so i'll do the first question Bag of questions. I'll, I'll do the first question. I literally have a bag of questions. Okay. Okay. As you can see, she has a bag of full of questions. What's well, a podcast? Nobody could see it. <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine. <laughs> so my question is: If you were sent to a deserted island and you can only choose one person to go with you, who would it be? Mm. Jesus. Um, yeah, I guess we'll bring I mean, Jesus with me he's all the time. everywhere, yeah. so you want to bring him. It's like bringing air. <laughs> right? Oh. Um, I don't know if I would think... I can't think of anyone specific, but someone that would have skills to get me off. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> like, I'm not doing this for company. I'm doing yeah, this for not just trying to survive. Yeah. So someone who has good survival skills. I think that's who I my would My friend know. Jessica, she camps. Oh, Jessica? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a Jessica. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mikael? I don't know if I would want to take anyone with me. <laughs> I think, like, if I was stuck on an island, I would want to, like, venture on the island and just discover the people on the island. But it's a deserted. Oh, deserted. Yeah. Island. <laughs> um, if I was sent to an island, I don't know. There's nobody that I would want to be stuck with in a deserted island. I think I would just probably... I mean, Solitude. I haven't thought this through, but right now, I think I would just be by myself. Okay. Not fun at Yeah. Me. And just, I, I could have a books, like a library, Ooh. a computer. No, there's no Wi-Fi, though, so uh, the no, computer would be fine. just there for sure. I said choose one person, not... I, I, I really don't know, like, These a question came off the line, so I don't know. I mean, I could, I could deal with anyone. Like, even if it was just mm-hmm. the most annoying, like just company. Mm-hmm. I can't pick just one person because there's so many people in my life that I care about. I couldn't pick just one. Definitely yeah. an adult. Because, like, imagine if you had to be on deserted island with a child and, and you had to take care of yeah. yeah, and they're like, yeah. so we should go get some food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just need someone. Yeah, to just a yeah. person. Like, uh, yeah, I would have. I guess I would want to be a alone. person. Yeah. Someone that's strong. Yeah, who can help you survive, and you don't have to take care of them. Preferably not a, not a wheelchair. But Word. 
Yeah. No offense to people on wheelchairs, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Josh? Oh, he forgot about her. Oh, I think. Do talk on the next question? You didn't answer. I did. Oh, I said so okay. Much. Did you read this? Oh, <laughs> probably. Okay, never mind. <laughs> what do you like most about the opposite sex mentally? What? Uh, <laughs> kind of question. <laughs> no, my thumb was right here, and I was like, <laughs> No, I actually did not read that. Um, <laughs> did you like, like that? <laughs> um, what do I like most about boys mentally? <laughs> Boys, why? Why is it boys? It's you the say men. Sucks. Oh, yeah. She said boys. All men are boys. No. Boys call us girls all the time, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think okay, this is gonna sound so stupid, but I think it's like the ability, the boys' ability to not care what they look like. Like they'll be ugly and silly. And like it's like it's endearing and it's funny and stuff like that. Like they'll be like silly, mm-hmm. and if girls are like ugly and silly, people are like, what's wrong with you? Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like, like calm down, you know. Like that's the embookooping of a lady. Yeah. You know, but like that's what I admire. Like the fact that they can literally be themselves. They can be gross if they want to. They can be like vulgar if they want to. And knowing that's an eye, you know. They can be self-deprecating if they want to, like, they, and no one thinks of it as self, like, low self-esteem. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm, co- you know, I'm a fat guy," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, ha, ha, ha. but if a girl said that, they'd be like, Amy, we need to talk. <laughs> why, why are you saying you can't about yourself? <laughs> you know, like they, they have like free reign to do almost anything." Yeah, agreed. Go, go before me, Gigi, because I'm still thinking about <laughs> it. mentally. I just agree. I, I, I do agree, not disagree. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess men and women think so differently in certain aspects. Like, I feel like I can watch a movie and, um, like, a guy will watch a movie and they'll see something completely different. Mm-hmm. So their perspectives are just different. So I just appreciate the different perspective. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. I would say I dislike their perspective. Yeah. yeah. I feel like men don't think they don't. Mm-hmm. They, they miss or, a lot. Or they make every. No offense, because I don't think it's all like, like like men have a tendency to make everything about them. Yeah. Like, not, like yeah, mm-hmm. it's like if they're watching a movie that's about like women empowerment or something. Oh, this is a chick flick, so it has nothing to do with me. Like I watch oh, that movie like, all the time. Like, you know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Like they like mm-hmm. things have to be about them, and yeah, if it's, it's not about them, this is not for me. You know, you guys need to get new uh, male friends. Like yeah. I go. Right, right. <laughs> they don't lose it. I love Amy's perspective. But most men are like that. Like most men are just like, oh, that's not for me. Um, like, mm, um, I think. Um, can I say something? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I mean, this is not all men, but definitely something that I appreciate in in the male species is um, their authority when they speak. Well, some of them, like not saying that, um, you know, girls don't have this or possess this, but there's something about when a man speaks and when he knows what he's saying, and, like the wisdom that like, you know, comes from him. I don't know, it's just like, it kind of like is authoritative in a way where like everyone has to stop and listen 
like, you know, what they're saying. So that's something that I really like. And I mean, all men don't um, possess that, but, um, you know, some mm-hmm. people do. And I think that that's what I like. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, sometimes, yeah. like, the tone or, like, I don't know, right. like, the bass in their voice. It's like you'll stop and be like, what? Like, huh? Like, right, and just what they're saying. Like, I think you were saying, like, you know, like, um, men and women, they think differently. Right. So just to hear, like, a different perspective, like, oh, okay, I really never thought about it that mm-hmm. way, you know? Like, I like hearing their perspective in different situations. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that what that with what you said, Jasmine, it brought to mind. I think for me, I like men. I this is not really mentally, but for me, like something that attracts me to a man is someone who knows himself. Like if you're sure of yourself, yeah, yeah. That's regardless of sex. Yeah, that's like the most attractive thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your turn, Neskin. No, no, you have to answer the question. Yeah, I mean, what I like most about a woman, not a girl. I think women tend to be more focused than men. So you will find like a man who probably like like strong, I mean business minded, mm-hmm. but a woman will be more focused in terms of like they want to go into detail and stuff mm-hmm. and like they want to know everything we're more prepared like that's like yeah a, that's why women like yeah. to walk around with literally everything in their purse and then i'll just be like yeah so yeah so it's kind of like in yeah. like every way you mind like they kind of more prepared like more focused and yeah. more detail oriented mm-hmm. yeah. so all that Women are more prone to make lists. Mm-hmm. I make lists. Oh, I love making lists. Before I go to sleep, usually. Yeah. Make yeah. yeah. Me, I'm more global. <laughs> Me, career is more detail oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we go on a trip, okay. I don't pay nothing. <laughs> she doesn't really do oh, they give you a flight plan. You're like, what is this? Yeah, I don't need this. Even know it. I just where go with where we're going. I just go with the flow. <laughs> Um, number well, number eight. Well, <laughs> my question: What attracted you to God? I like this question. Ooh. Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm starting to get to know God on a different level, and I'm getting like I'm falling in love with God. Um, in love with love. I think for me, what is attracting me to Him is just His. Um, ability to forgive everything like because to me that's just not something that I can fathom Um, and Mm -hmm. it's just like the way that he loves us is just like you I, I can't like you can't even consume that in a word or a sentence or in a book like it's it's profound um yeah I feel like this was a really hard question because yeah, same here, Gigi. Right? I think that was even speaking, yeah. but um, I would definitely say it's just like unconditional love that kind of like attracted me to him because right. you know, like I kind of grew up in church, like yeah, all my life. But like it wasn't until recently, like I guess when I 
you know, I have to make my own decisions and, you know, I messed up and all that stuff. I'm like, wow, like God will still continue to chase after you, like, mm-hmm. no matter what, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what kind of like really attracts me. I'm like, okay, like his love is for real. It's not mm-hmm. something that you just see in the Bible, but like once you experience it, it's something completely different. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, um, well, cause like, okay, I obviously, I think all of us grew up in the church order, right? So like, there was no, like, I don't remember like being introduced to God. Like, you know, no one came up to me with a Bible like, oh, right. <laughs> you know, so it was like, there was never that point. Like he was always there or whatever. But what, you know, um, what differed between me and some of my friends that grew up in the church and like, they just don't go to church anymore. I think it's because like in middle school, and I guess even to this day, like in middle school, I used to deal with so much anxiety like a disgusting amount of anxiety and like just to know that I serve a God that has a plan for me you know that kind of calms me in, in, a, in a way like like to to know that like the the worry like there's this um there's this verse in the Bible that I actually forgot where it's in but I know it's in the New Testament but it's just like why do you worry when um, God he 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 clothes the the grass with the with the flowers he feeds the birds don't you think you're more important than all these things that he takes care of and stuff mm-hmm. like that I'm just like oh you're right you're right okay so you yeah. know so that's that kind of like made me fall in love with him a little bit like the fact that he is taking care of me that I don't have to that I don't have to like, there's just one aspect Meskin <laughs> <There's just>, like <laughs> the fact that he is a provider you know I don't have to like sit there and worry and like yeah so I guess that's my answer okay cool so we're gonna go with no, 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 sorry no, no, no. sorry Meskin I forgot about you she always <laughs> cutting me out <laughs> sorry yeah go ahead yeah <laughs> So the question is, what attracted me to God? Yeah, do you need yeah. like? Why do you have a pregnant pause? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but for real though, um, that's a very good question, and I think um, I would say life in general. Like, if you live in like you experience di- in, like different things, and there's some experiences that kind of make you stop, like to think about like the shoes of God. <laughs> Because if God like didn't exist, like you would probably see like how could you kinda like there's so many things you, you can think of, like you come into life, like how mm-hmm. that like like having a life inside inside and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so it's like there's so many things that it just it just have you to think and say and then just to see like God like uh, wisdom, like his glory, like I don't know. It just I I think that being like it's to be able not to define God because God is too mysterious. God is too mm-hmm. great, too awesome. So you don't know like what you can like you can find words to describe him. And I think that's what attract me like mm-hmm. to God. Like it's just it's just like love. You can describe love. It's just mm-hmm. you just you just well, love. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't you hate it when like if you're dating somebody and you guys got to that love part and they're like why do you love me? And you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a question you need to be able to answer, though. I, should you? It's hard yeah. to put in words sometimes. Yeah, it's so. just like a feeling, you know? No, but I think you should... 
actually, I asked Neskin this question. <laughs> Neskin was like, eh. And he was like, if I have a reason to love you, then I'll have a reason not to love you. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean that? That is uh, the best answer. But I always thought that, like, you should have a reason to, like, why? I think it's, like, something that attracts you. Like, like, I don't know. like, I don't know. I think it's just, like, if you're called, you know, like, like, with, with, people and like with your with with god and stuff like that because like you there could be two people both growing up in church almost the same experiences and stuff mm-hmm. one person decides to keep with their walk and the other person is just like flailing you know like so how how did you miss that you know so i yeah. feel like it's kind of like you don't know why you have this attraction you just you're like this That's is true. yeah yeah i agree all right i guess well, <laughs> okay, so you, you didn't answer the question. Uh, I I agree with everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it should be a personal, <laughs> personal. Okay, <laughs> let's jump into the topic. I need to have dinner. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. Okay, so <laughs> the table. Okay, so at this time we're gonna get into the topic. So the topic is uh, good word good matters. matters, and so there's many texts that stress the importance of being spiritually fed. It actually says in the Bible that it's more important to be spiritually mm-hmm. fed than actually eating, like, like feeding yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just gonna read some biblical verses about receiving the word of God. In one Peter two, verse two. Like newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word so that by the word you may grow in respect to salvation. In Isaiah 55 verse 2, why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. And in Revelations 2 verse 7, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. So, with that being said, um, I just want to have an open discussion. What does the word do for you? What would you say it does for you when you receive the word or hear the word of God? It gives me more of a more understanding of who God is, and it also like I don't know if this is like a like a vain reason, but it also gives me like a reason to to not not educate, but like you know when you talk to people and they're like they kind of like they're like oh you know religion is stupid, Christianity is stupid because this that and the third order right. Mm-hmm. So like the more I know the Bible, the more I can combat back it up right. You know because like like I've been in so many situations where they're like oh but this that and the third and I'm sitting there like I guess you're right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have yeah. never said that <laughs> right. And like the more I know the word, the more I can like you know have the clap back. As Thank well. you. Yeah, <laughs> you know his spiritual clap back. Yeah. So. <laughs> So what's yeah. the question? I'm sorry. Oh, um, <laughs> what does the word do for you, or what does it mean? Oh, you, I, guess, I mean, I think for me, like every time I recently, not every time, but recently when I've been reading, like whatever passage I read, I see how it applies to my life. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, because before, I, like I grew up in the church, I don't remember. A time where I was not in church but I never like I didn't always have a relationship with God but I feel like 
now when I'm when I seek God like on my own um, like every time I read the word I see I see how it's ap applicable to to my life mm -hmm. so. I'm not gonna cut you off Go ahead, oh. <laughs> yeah so I would say the word like basically the word like change you or change me and help you to see the world in a di like different like perspective so like as supposed to and and I think that's the kind of um, transformation that God is um, expecting from us when we read uh, the mm -hmm. word or when we listen like when we hear the uh, the word and he kind of expect that transformation from us because the word itself like it just pure ignorant hatred and all that and listen to a word that's bringing peace talking about love talking about forgiveness it's like to yeah so it's like yeah. it's like it kind of late like i think the word yeah up and up uplift it? Yeah, yeah you and then to kind of see like okay see the world as it is and see how the word transform you and how you need to pass down those those type of uh, message to others to help them to be in the level that and uh, that you are so I think that's what uh, like the word do and for me because sometimes people might be going through like a uh, situation to rough time in life and they just need someone to just give them some word of wisdom mm -hmm. and being able to have those type of word to kind of to communicate to that person then damn a lot mm -hmm. yeah. Jasmine you have any thoughts um, I agree with everything that you guys are saying. You know, I think it's um, just a reminder of who God is. And like um, like he was saying, you know, like kind of with what you're going through in life, it, I don't know, it gives you like a new perspective or a new way to look at things that you wouldn't see before, especially when you read like, you know, the different stories in there. It's like, all right, you can kind of relate it to what you're going through. And it just, I don't know, gives you a new perspective. Right. So, yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I read the word and find peace at times when I just am going through something. So yeah. it definitely helps me through like rough times. Um, so what are different ways that you all get the word? Well, what are different ways you get the word? Service. Church service. Okay. Um, like number one. Yeah. Reading the Bible. Uh, I mean, I've started since last time I was here. I started like journaling, um, and I feel like I uh, like when I pray out loud, um, which is the way that I I feel most comfortable praying. Like in my own quiet space, I have to pray out loud because if I'm just praying in my heart or in my thoughts, I'll fall asleep. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so for me to stay engaged, I have to pray out loud. Uh, but now, like, when I start writing, um, and, like, after I pray, I sit there and I reflect, and I feel like that's a way that, um, like, God speaks mm -hmm. to me. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. I feel like my prayers are way more detailed when I write them down. Yeah. Like, they, I go in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely having a journal is definitely helpful. So, do you guys need any apps or anything like that? Did you say, do we have any gaps? Apps. Oh, yeah. yeah. I use, I actually, I use Abide. Um, it's a meditation app. So I use that. And I, of course, use the Bible app. They have different yeah. plans. I do the plans on the Bible app. 
Right now I'm doing a plan called Simple Pursuit. It's about pursuing God. Simply? Yeah. Yeah. A heart after Jesus. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what you basically mean when you said uh, what are the different ways? Is it like we're talking about Bible? We're talking about online? Or How like do you personally get the word? I mean... I would say sometime uh, through testimony. So I think when someone like testifying and like it's not just reading like like it's not just reading the Bible, but you actually like you hearing from somebody's mouth like what they're going through. So you see action and also how the word of God like how God kind of create a way for that like to deliver that person. And I think that's very powerful mm -hmm. and i think even the bible like has a lot of uh testimony like even jesus when he was preaching like he had to do some miracle for them to see like it's not just word but there was action mm -hmm. being implied with it and i think like when you're hearing the testimony so it's kind of like a mixture of both and like that kind of like i think that like uh catch my attention and yeah yeah you see the works of god yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so is there any particular text that speaks to you during in hard times that you just go to or refer to? I usually go to Psalm 91 and Psalm 92, 23 too. Any particular text that speaks to you? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I think like it's, it's depending on the, on the situation. And, we, and right. that's why like it's, like it's good to know the word of God. Because different situation you will need like like you will need different and uh, like Christian call it a weapon. Like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like like in like in times like so let's say in times of uh like danger, you know like there's a verse in the Bible said, uh I mean I only know it like in, in Korean and French. I mean I don't know. Speak your truth. <laughs> Go ahead. So we'll translate. Yeah, so it said uh uh, <laughs> no, uh, l'ange de l'éternel camp autour de ceux qui les créent, il les arrache au danger. Yeah, the Lord. Yeah, the man souvent le juste, mais l'éternel l'en délivre toujours. So, I didn't catch any of that. Oh, you know that? L'ange de l'éternel camp autour de ceux qui les créent. So, the angel of the Lord stands amongst those who fear him. And he uh, them. protects them from danger. Yeah. yeah. Where is this from? I believe it's from Psalm. Yeah. Psalm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like different. Yeah. So it's like what like and yeah. There's some like if you're hungry, you know God provide. Mm -hmm. No, for real. <laughs> They're all yeah. in the Bible. You just have to believe. Mm -hmm. You just say. My yeah. earth. Um, I don't know where it's from. I know it's from Psalms, but it's um, God is within her. She will not fail. That's like my. Uh, it's the fact that it's on her. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Um, I just found it because I couldn't remember. But oh, yeah. um, the one that I stand on, or that I, I guess maybe recently, it's Jeremiah 29. Um, it's for I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plans to prosper 
not yeah, to harm you, too. plans to give you hope in a future. Then you will call on me and come pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you. So that that's a verse that I find myself going to or praying on um, often. And something that, um, maybe this is a little bit off topic, but I think it's important for us to um, read the Word of God because it's good to pray the Word of God back yeah. to Him. Like, His promises to you should be in your prayers. Mm-hmm. Because this is like, the Bible is a blueprint. The Word is a blueprint for what we're supposed to have. Like, the promises of God are real if we apply them to our lives and make it, like, personal to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of... Okay, tell me if I'm Asian. But it's just kind of sweet, like, when... If you're talking to somebody and they recollect to, like, oh, I remember when you said da 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 And you're just like, oh, you actually paid attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at you! Yeah. You know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to recap, basically what we spoke about oh jasmine did you want to chime in sorry no it's fine um i don't really have a verse in particular but someone was talking about jeremiah 29 11 that's something that i refer to and then um romans 8 i forgot what verse but when it says we know that all things work together for the mm-hmm. good yeah for those that love him yeah so that's a verse that i kind of refer back to right yeah definitely because we all have those, you know, times where we're just like, I don't understand it. But it does make sense in retrospect. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just going to recap our topic today. So we talked about receiving the word of God and that it really transforms your life and it makes you a better person. And it's important for us to receive the word in our everyday lives, just to speak it into our lives and also correlate to what we're going through. And I'm just going to quote T.D. Jakes. He says, he said, the word can fix things that you didn't even let anyone know was broken. Mm-hmm. The word compensates for things you didn't get. The word will raise, train, and nurture you. So, and just some things to think about. Just think about how you can incorporate the word of God in your life and make it a routine. So, that wraps up our podcast. Um, this is oh, Heard at the, the Table. table. <laughs>